It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, good evening, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Before we get to your love stories and I answer your questions, I'm going to ask you a question. If your partner cheated on you, could you ever really totally trust them again? So the result I've got on my social media at Rendezvous Radio was 23% of you said, I think I could. And 77% of you said, no way. And I don't think I could. I think that once this thing happened, I could probably forgive. Could I totally trust them again? No. I got to be honest, I couldn't. But I applaud you if you can do it. You're better than me. And this show is all about not doing what I do, but doing better than what I do. So I like the fact that you could trust them again, at least 23% of you. You call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255 in English, 855-905-8255. Because after all, we speak a little bit of French and a lot of English on the rendezvous. Shana, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? Oh, so I have been seeing this guy um, for a couple weeks, but it's just sort of casual right now because he's moving to another state. Okay. But he's being really vague about when he's moving, so I don't know if that's a red flag. Um, but then the real red flag was this past weekend, um, some of our mutual friends invited mm-hmm. me out, and he was there. And mm-hmm. then I found out later that was they were throwing him a going-away party, and he didn't want me invited to it. So, no. I mean, do I just need to ditch this guy? Like, what's going on? Um, to your own question, do you think you'd need to ditch this guy? Would you say yes, intuitively? I mean, I don't want to. I, I mean, we had such a great connection. I thought he really liked me, but I feel like my gut is telling me that that's a big red flag that he's not telling me when he's moving, and then he apparently knows when he's moving and didn't even invite me to his own party. You know it. You know it's the biggest red flag. Listen, Shauna, absolutely. you got to, unfortunately... You know, dump this man. I mean, I'm sorry for the bad news, but that's the fact. Your intuition is telling you so. And you cannot fight your intuition, Shana. Never, ever, ever. It protects you from being played, from being lied to, from being used for the wrong thing. So I think you know what to do. you got to drop this dude. Uh, but do you think he's just like, he likes me so much that he's trying not to get attached? Do you think it's that? Because I'm he's afraid leaving? it's not. No, I'm afraid it's not. That's a projection. You like him so much and you would like him to be attached to you, <laughs> projecting your own affection for him. But no, he's not that attached to you. Oh. It happens sometimes. So he's, he, he must like you for certain things, but he's not thinking about any future with you. He didn't invite you to the party. How about that? No, that really did make me upset. I, it makes me upset for you too. So <laughs> no, I don't see any other solution. To be honest, you got to cut him loose, that guy. He's gone. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome, Shana. Be strong and have a good night. Thanks, you too. I'm going to go to my email because somebody needs my help to ask out somebody while they're at work. Stay with me. That's next. If you listen to the show, you know that if you can't dial in but have a question, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Jill, what's going on with Justin? Justin says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Justin. There's a teller at my bank who I talk to maybe two to three times a week, and I'd really love to ask her out. I feel like she's given me signs that she's receptive, but I don't know if it's okay to ask her out while she's working. 
What do you think, Simon? Hmm, Justin, how do you ask out somebody who's at work without, you know, creating a problem? I'm going to help you with this, so stay with me. What do you think is the best way to ask out somebody while they're at work? Whether it could be the receptionist in a building, whether it could be somebody working in a supermarket or a rental car, whatever. And just in case, it's his teller at the bank. Justin, like everything else, you have to do it delicately. So next time you see your teller, you just say, I'm just wondering, I was wondering if you like Chinese food, French food, Italian food. Um, and then she's going to say, you know, I like this kind of food. And she said, why? And just said, because I would love to um, uh, go with you to that restaurant that's close by and that has this great food and I've never been. And so you don't make it so much about her and dating. You make it about the food and the restaurant, which allows her to say, oh, I'm not really, oh, I can't. And then it's okay. Because if you're too direct while people are at work, they might feel uncomfortable and you don't want that. So delicately ask her out and talk about a specific restaurant you would like to take her out. And then it gives her a reason to say yes or no. Good luck to you, Justin. Always there in life. Who doesn't dare, doesn't leave. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Hi. Bonjour. Um, so I met this guy at a party who um, plays piano, and I and I sing, and we kind of hit it off, and we had talked about maybe getting together, and so the next night, I went to his place, and we had a like really nice time, and mm-hmm. we started kissing, and then he invited me to stay the night, and I said no, I, I just, I didn't feel comfortable staying the night, and then he got tired pretty quickly after that. And so I ended up leaving and I didn't hear back from him for a couple of days. So I texted him and it took him like a few days to get back. But when he did get back, he said, I hope I run into you again soon. And that's the last thing I've heard from him. So I don't really know what to do next. All right, Jen. So um, what do you think were the red flags? If you go back to your story, there's a couple of red flags uh, that happened? Do you see any of them? I mean, yes, the fact that after I said that I wouldn't stay the night, that it, things kind of ended quickly after that. I mean, I yep. guess that is a red flag. Big but one. I, I don't know that there's any others. Well, the other thing is when he said the word soon, okay, that's a terrible word in relationships when somebody says, oh, you know, yeah, I look forward to seeing you soon instead of giving you a date or discussing the when. That's the second big red flag. And when that happens, I could tell he was not into you. So really, the best you can do is never reach out to him ever again and move on, uh, Jen. Because this man, uh, what he wanted from you is ooh-la-la, not a relationship. Otherwise, Uh. he would have taken the time to get to know you that night, speak more. He would have texted you more. He would have not, you know, said soon. He would have said, let's meet, you know, let's go to a restaurant or have a coffee or something. So I'm I'm sorry, but I don't see any potential future with him. Okay. I know. I was hoping you weren't going to say that, but yeah. I know. Okay. Well, but I'm here to protect you, you know, and, and, and your dignity. I don't want you to be, you know, having hopes and then it doesn't work or being played. So I, I really, the two red flags are too big to ignore. And the word soon, I mean, that's say bye-bye. Well, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that at all. Well, thank you. You're the best. Sorry for the bad news and have a good night. Okay, you too. You know, I really want to talk with you about texting, wording, and timing. All that is coming up next. 
I have a question for you. After a great first date, if the person reaches out to you by text, how long do usually it takes you to answer the text? Let's say in the next hour, in the next six hours, in the next 12 hours, the same day, or a couple of days later. Be honest. I ask you this because I feel there's this tendency where people find it cool not to answer text the same day. And why the heck not? When we talk, we don't wait two hours to say, hey, you want to go to dinner? Wait two hours. Yes, I do. No, no, no. We say, no, I don't, or maybe not. And just like in the last call with Jen, when the guy said, I'm hoping to see you soon, it means he doesn't really hope to see her because soon means never. So I feel like it would be great service to all of us if we can all be texting back in the next couple of hours, maximum, because life is precious and time is running. Let me share a personal story about the story between me and a girl and a texting that went really south. Next. Let's say you have a great first date and dinner with somebody. And I am this somebody. So I had this dinner with that lovely, enchanting woman. And so after the dinner, I said, she was driving back. I said, are you home safe? She said, yes. She said, I had a great time. And then she said, let's do it again soon. So the next day I reached out to her. I said it was like, I think a Tuesday night. And I said, why don't we do something this weekend? You know how long it took her to answer me? Two and a half days. You know what happened? I lost interest. Why? Because I think if you want to meet somebody again, you don't make them wait two and a half days because I thought she was not into me. So I refuse that game. I think we got to be direct. I think we don't have to be in the urgency, but we got to answer text the same day. That's my policy. 24 hours is long enough. Anyway, don't play with communication. That's a big part of a healthy relationship. You call the next 855-905-8255. Call me. You have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Ginny, bonjour. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Oh, it's so nice to hear your accent because it's so warming. It makes you oh, feel like so much. English. <laughs> oh, um, thank I you. Have been... Oh, well, you're welcome. It's wonderful to hear. I uh, started seeing someone. I met a wonderful man. I'm kind of crazy about him. But he is recently out of a seven-year relationship, and he's pretty devastated by the betrayals and the hurts and this and that. And I, I just don't quite know how to, how to handle the situation because I, I think he could be the one. Okay. So to be able to help you, what are the signs from your point of view that he's so into you? Well, he texts me all the time, and he has made several dates with me. Um, very casual dates, though, you know, not um, overly romantic, not like dinner or anything, but just to meet for a drink. Um, so mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. We've had like three dates. Okay. During the three dates, did you feel the electricity between the two of you, that that feeling, you know, right before people usually kiss? So it's like something magical. Did you feel that kind of energy? I did. I don't know mm-hmm. if he did. I did. Okay. I think the, there is one thing you can do to kind of just test the water is if you caress his hand for, but I'm talking about a split second, during a conversation, you put your hand on his hand for one mm. second or two, nothing more, okay? Okay. If he doesn't get the message, then he's not really interested. Because we all know that when we start, there's a touch between two people 
that is you know not on the shoulder or something like like friends do but like on the hand touching another hand that is romantic so yes. it would be like Judy just like graze his hand okay. um okay yes and then if he doesn't react after that and he's not touching back or do anything he's not ready to date he may be wonderful maybe from six months from now but I wouldn't do anything more it has to come from him too it has to be right you know both who want to tango together <laughs> well, that's, I'm going to try it. I, I, with Sunday, I'm supposed to see him, so I will, I will try it. It's, it's really it's so different uh, than any other person I've ever dated, though. So that's, that's good advice. I will, well, I will definitely try that. I think it's a risk-free advice for both of you, and it gives him an inch of how really you like into him. He will, he will get it. I would get it right away. I think any man would get that, okay? Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so You're much. You're most welcome. Simon. Thank you for calling, and have a good night, Ginny. Thank you. You too. Ooh, I got an interesting Twitter DM. Somebody is a little disappointed about the ooh-la-la and doesn't know what to do. That's coming up next. If you can't call me and you have a question, just send me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Jill, what exactly happened between Daniela and that boyfriend of hers on that first night? Well, Daniela says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Daniela. I had ooh-la-la for the first time with a guy I'm dating, and it just did not go well. I had such high hopes because he's great in every single other way, but it was just boring and mediocre. Mm. Do you think it will improve next time, or should I just cut my losses and stop seeing him now? And that's a good question, Daniela. If your first ooh-la-la with a new partner doesn't go too well, what should you do about it? That's next. Have you ever been in a situation like Daniela where you meet somebody and it's a great new partner and great in every other ways and so you have great expectation for the ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la and it doesn't go that well? Actually, Daniela said it was boring and it was mediocre and she was wondering, should she, is it possible to improve that or should she just go and cut her losses? The thing is, Daniela, when it comes to ooh-la-la, the one person you have to listen to is your intuition, yourself. Because if you're asking me the question, it means you have a big doubt. And uh, if you like the person and you were attracted to, even with a mediocre ulala the first time, you would naturally give it a second chance. My advice on this one is to follow your intuition and decide whether you give him another chance or just keep him as a friend and find somebody with which you, the ulala is fabulous. You call that next, 855 905 If you have a love story, a romantic story that you want to share with me, it's very easy. Just dial 855-905-8255. Judith, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Judith. Welcome to The Rendezvous. You have a romantic story you said you want to share with us. I do. Thank you so much for taking my call. I listen Mm -hmm. to your show every night on the way to work, so thank thank you. you. Thank you. I am calling to share, um, I, my husband and I both grew up in the late 80s, early 90s, so of mm-hmm. course there were uh, tapes, you would put in the tape and record <laughs> the song from the radio. I remember that. Uh, yes, and of course there are no tapes any longer, and when we were kids we used to exchange mixtapes, so all of our favorite songs would go on the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our anniversary, and I had no clue, I had not asked for it, 
he put all of my favorite songs onto a CD and created me a modern day mixtape. So it was very sweet. So I, I love that, by the way, because I've, I've been through the same thing <laughs> and I still have a couple of tapes. But I need to ask you, Judith, uh, what were the songs uh, on that tape? Um, uh-huh. A lot of the classics. I like Willie Nelson. I like um, Stevie Wonder. So he put lots of different songs on there for me, all love related, of course. Of course. Judith, what out of all that tape, what's the one favorite song of all time for you on that tape? Um, dare I say, it's a little risky, is uh, Let's Get It On. <laughs> From Marvin Gaye. From Marvin Gaye, yes. That's just, I, to me, it's a romantic song. It's a little explicit, I guess, but it's romantic. It is romantic. Are you a good singer? Can you sing me the beginning of that song? Oh, my goodness. I don't think so. I'd be too embarrassed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have to ask. I love Marvin Gaye. I think he's a genius. All right, Judith, thank you so much for listening, by the way, and to my show and for calling in tonight. Really appreciate it. Have a good night. You as well. You're amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Et bonsoir. Bonsoir. More rendez-vous next. Have you ever listened to my podcast, La Confession, where the truth always comes out? If you haven't, I invite you to do so, you know, tomorrow during the day or, or tomorrow afternoon or before the show or after the show. Just go to therendezvousshow.com. That's my website, therendezvousshow.com. I say that because I've heard many, many great stories from listeners like you who told me, you know, hey, I did this, what do you think of that? Things they would maybe never tell their best friends, their parents, uh, or anyone else. And I appreciate the trust, and I want to invite you maybe to do the same. And if you have a story you want to share with me, and you want to have the time to do it in a no-judgment zone, that's la confession for you. Just check it out. Really great true story, one after the other. And remember, we all learn from each other. So don't judge. Listen up. And reach out to us and tell us what you think. I'll be back. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.